Hello friends, it's Firefly and welcome to History Sword number 2. History Swords will be released the first Thursday of every month and regular episodes where Auntie Jojo reads your stories, those will be released every Tuesday. This History Sword I thought I would share with you the history of birthdays since Auntie Jojo has a birthday coming up this month. So birthdays they really did not start until calendars were created, which makes sense because early civilizations, they could only judge time based of the sun and the moon. They had no specific days in which someone was born. They could not remember these birth anniversaries because there was nothing to directly attach it to. Calendars were then created, which made it a lot easier to track this information. So there are scholars who study the Bible and they say that the earliest mention of a birthday was around 3000 BCE as it was a reference to a Pharaoh's birthday. But the further study uh, shows us that it wasn't the birthday the day that the Pharaoh was born. It was the day that the person becomes a Pharaoh. So Egyptian Pharaohs were crowned in the ancient Egypt and the day that they were crowned a god was considered their birthday. So they were the birthday, it was originally a form of protection. It is assumed that the Greeks adopted the Egyptian tradition of celebrating the birth of a god. They, like many other cultures, saw that the day of a major change, such as your birthday, was actually uh, 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 it welcomes the evil spirits. So candles were lit so that the spirits could not come into the darkness because they assumed that if a lit candle would show the light, the evil spirit would not come because evil spirits are said to lack um, uh, how do you say darkness so this implies uh, to historians that the best celebrations were just a form of protection uh, in addition to the candles this is when your family and friends will gather for your birthday to protect you from harm with the good cheers wishes and those really really nice thoughts they send on your birthdays they will give gifts to bring even more good cheers that were words of the easier spirits so the ancient Romans were the first to celebrate the birth of a common man. This seems to be the first time in history where civilizations celebrated the birth of non-religious figures. Regular Roman citizens would celebrate the birth of their friends and family. The government, however, created a public holidays and elders of famous uh, citizens. Any Roman turn in 50 would receive a special cake baked with flour, olive oil, and grated cheese and a delicious sticky honey. But then an important thing to note is that only men would experience birthday celebrations. Female birthdays were not celebrated until about the 12th century. Birthdays were first considered to be a pagan ritual in the uh, Christian culture. So in Christianity, it is believed that a person that people are born with the original sin. That is a combination with the early birthdays being tied to the pagan cause. Um, and it led the Christians to consider birthdays to be celebrations of evil. This lasted for the first few hundred years of existence of the Christian church. 
It wasn't until the 4th century that Christians abandoned that way of thinking. So they no longer thought birthdays bring in evilness. And they begin to celebrate the birth of Jesus, which we know as Christmas. Celebrating the birth of Jesus was a party. And then it became a Roman holiday. So the Industrial Revolution made the way for everyone to enjoy the sugary cakes that we have on our birthdays. Sugary cakes were a birthday commodity only the wealthy people had access to. This was because the ingredients of sugar that made the sugary treats were quite a luxury then. Then, the time in our history known as the Industrial Revolution allowed birthday celebrations in all cultures. They required ingre- the required ingredients became widely available during the Industrial Revolution. So these sugary cakes that were only for the wealthy now became available to all of mankind. Um, and the last bit of history that I will share with you about birthdays. The turn of Happy Birthday, it was actually a remix. So it was made up of a few other songs. Two sisters, Patty Hill and Mildred Hill, who happened to be both Kentucky school teachers, wrote a song called Good Morning to All. In 1893, it was published in a book for us as school teachers. The original intent of the song was to be sung in class by students before starting the day. So, it caught on and people they made different variations of it. The song is no different. So, the song that the Hill Sisters wrote, it was then, um, it had a few extra lyrics added to it by Robert Comin. He published a songbook in 1924. Um, and so these new lyrics became the popular tunes that we know today as the birthday song. In 1993, this new version was used in an Irving Berlin musical. One of the sounding Hill sisters sued on the grounds that they had copyrights to that tune. They won the case and the copyright still holds to this day. Some even believe the song is under copyright until the year 2030. Copyright proceeds are split with the copyright owner and the Hill Estate. It's estimated that the birthday song brings in about $2 million per year. So, the birthdays, the history of the birthdays that I've shared with you today. And the skinny on the birthdays is that it's did not start until we had a proper tracking system, which is called the calendar. And then it was not, uh, well, it wasn't the celebration we have today until the Industrial Revolution, when the sugary sweetness of the delicious birthday cakes were made available to all of mankind. There is a theory that the nobles were the only people who could actually afford to have birthday celebrations. Anyone other than these nobles were not likely to be written about. Thus, it was really hard to remember these people. So it could be that there are many birthday celebrations, but nobody documented them. It's believed that many historians um, that are, you know, uh, talking about noble people, 
uh, do not have uh, the typical birthdays. So our history books might be missing quite a few generous celebrations that we could have had because there was no way to track it. If you have a chance, wish Auntie Georgia a happy birthday on Tuesday, January 11th. You can do so through email at auntiejojoslibrary at gmail.com. You can even send us uh, a message on the um, Instagram, is auntiejojoslibrary. We would love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us. The next history resort will be Valentine's related because February is the month of love.